Welcome to Dateline New Haven on WNHHFM. I'm Paul Bass, your host, inviting you to look behind the headlines on the stories that make our community tick. We got something really fun to tell you about today. Once upon a time, we used to talk to one of the guests here today about something started up called the Food Truck Festival in Long Wharf. Well, now it's getting bigger and better and involving a lot more this July 22nd, but we're starting now because planning's underway and the community's going to be involved. It's called the Elm City Open Air Market. It's going to take place on the uh, grounds in the parking lot of Sports Haven on July 22nd. And Jackie James, the woman behind starting the Food Truck Festival, has a new group of dynamic people with her who have uh, getting this event going. So let's say good morning to Jackie James, Val Brown, right? Uh, Michelle Groom and Janice Parker. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for coming in Dateline New Haven. Thank hey, you for thank having you. us. <laughs> I could just tell from the energy in the room that it's like, there's going to be something amazing on the sports table. And it's not about betting $10 on the Daily Double, right? No, not at all. Does much go on in Sports Haven anymore? Um, there is something going on there. Not sure what. Um, I know that they are hoping to sell the build- building. They've been trying to sell it for quite some time. Like how many people bet in a day, you think? I I, I I couldn't even tell you, Paul. <laughs> I'm not a gambler, so. <laughs> but you are someone who puts together great events in New Haven that Thank involve you. people who have food trucks and small businesses. So what is the Elm City Open Air Market and what's going to happen on July 22nd? So the Elm City Open Air Market is a space for vendors to be able to sell their wares um, from baked goods to art, furniture, jewelry, marketing your business, Um it is an amazing space um, that we're looking to continuously build out um, for local um, vendors and vendors from around, um, you know, the United States. We've actually had someone from Virginia reach out who is coming up. Um, actually, I had two people from Virginia that's coming up to be a part of it. Um, we're hoping to add on produce um, and some bakeries um, and just to keep building it out as a space for um, New Englanders to come to. So in other words, it's not really a food truck festival at all. It's really it, a vendor festival. It's really a it's it's really a vendor for a festival. So you know, we started the food trucks festival in 2015. Um, and my thought of starting the food truck festival really was to raise dollars to provide grants to women owned businesses. Mm. Um, and we were able to do that. Um, we were able to um, help start some food trucks and some other business. Um, Veronica. Veronica Fox was one of our um, success Let's just bring stories. people back to who you were. So you used to be the, a, was a small business coordinator for the city of New Haven. Yes, I was the director and, of small business And services. one of your big things was getting people who weren't usually tapped into city government to help them start their own businesses. And it wasn't just women. I know Ricky D's got yep, his Ricky truck D's going in a business. Mm-hmm. You had an academy down on Dixwell Avenue mm-hmm. um, at the Dixwell Plaza mm-hmm. to train people to become mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. And mm-hmm. part of the event was we... The food truck thing was happening on Long Wharf. You said, let's make this a regular event. But it seems like now you're not in city government anymore, mm-hmm. but you are still promoting small business. Like, is this a once a year thing or is this a network you're trying to create of pop-ups? So we're trying to actually do this twice a month. Um, we're twice look- a month. We're looking to do this starting in July until November um, and then next year, possibly starting in May. Um, the food truck festival was very successful on um, my first go around. We actually had approximately 20,000 people attend the food truck festival in new haven over two days um and it was a lot of work but it was a learning process and it was something that i always wanted 
to continue to do. Um, and as I've gone around the city and state, people have always asked, when are you doing that again? Um, you know, it was a fun event. So um, timing, um, this was the right time for me. I had some time on my schedule um, and I met these wonderful women who um, I knew would possibly be interested in help um, assist in building something like that. Uh, it's, it's a daunting task. I'm sure, you know, it's a lot of work. Um, you have to go out and organize and speak to vendors and keep on top of folks. To and keep how many them. vendors are you looking to have? We're looking to have a hundred vendors, um, or more. So the first 100 vendors is a hundred dollars for a 10 by 10 space. Um, our prices will go up after Ju- June 22nd. But the first 100 vendors is $100. So you're trying to make something happen with pop-up culture. Is that fair? Now, this is something that when we were younger, people didn't really talk about pop-up. The world kind of changed where creative people get their businesses going sometimes by showing up all together somewhere on a special day. And then people come there as a regular seat scene right or my yeah we're trying to well two things trying to create a pop-up culture absolutely but also trying to create space for vendors um as we know there are there's limited space in the city of new haven Mm -hmm. and space is expensive um during covid a lot of people created businesses in their homes and we just want to afford some of these business owners the opportunity to come out and show their items sell their items market their business um, and have a space for New Haveners. I think we all can attest to the fact yes. there's really not much going on for us in our community. Um, Arts and Ideas is absolutely wonderful. That comes about. But when we're talking about something consistent, we're talking about a family-friendly environment where people can come on the weekends um, and just, you know, purchase this some is so items. How's this different from like a flea market? Is it like a step up with uh, local <laughs> entrepreneurs? It is. It is a step up with local entrepreneurs. Um, I think the space is a, a cleaner, safer space. I think it's a more open space. Um, I think parking is much more available. I think it's more um, friendlier to the communities. Um, it's not just in one community. Um, I think the, the great part is that it's easy on and off the highways, right? So we can market to surrounding towns, surrounding states. Um, we are looking to get vendors from all over to be able to come. Um, and when you look at some of the urban communities in some of these other major cities, they have open air markets um, okay. where people during the summertime where people can actually come out and purchase items. And this will be every every other week starting July 22nd. So it won't be every other week. We're starting off twice a month because Sports Haven has they have other um, things well, going twice on a month. there. That's like every other week. Well, yeah, but it. So I don't want oh, people five to think. It, okay. Yeah, I don't want people to think it's biweekly. We are going to um, put the mm-hmm. dates out, but um, that space is also utilized. They're doing a carnival there, I think twice. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing a rodeo there, so that space is being utilized for other um, events. But starting next year, we are going to try to get a consistent calendar. All right, we're talking about Elm City Open Air Market. It's going to launch July twenty second. You're definitely going to want to be there. And Jackie James and, and her colleagues are going to start a regular space where 100 or more vendors from all over the region can sell all sorts of stuff from businesses they've started some during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting how you're thinking about that. So, mm-hmm. Val Brown, tell me what business you're in and how you got involved with this. Well, I'm, um, I'm going to ask you to get close to the mic. You're almost touching it. I'm in the food business. I cook. And I'm actually going to be selling loaded baked potatoes at the open air market. Loaded baked potatoes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what are you going to load them with? <laughs> I'm going to be shrimp, lobster, chicken, broccoli, <laughs> and bacon, 
all, all different type of toppings. And do you do that now? No. But, so is it a new thing for you? <laughs> yes. What are you going to call it? Um, hot potato. Hot <laughs> potato. All right. I like that. Now, how did you come up with this idea? I, I've been thinking of the name, and I've always wanted to do loaded baked potatoes, but I never had the time to do it. So now I'm like really going for it. And you've said you've done other kinds of food. But what else have you done in business? What kind of? Um, I've done soul food. Yep, do you do food. the one of the soul food trucks around town? No. Okay. No. Where do you do it? I did it. I had a restaurant um, oh. um, in New Haven. A oh, soul which, food which restaurant. One? Um, greens and things. Oh, yeah, right yep, there by yep. St. Luke's. Yep, yep, yep. How did that so do? Now, did the, the pandemic make that one hard? Or? No, actually, um, our lease was up. So now I'm going to be getting a food truck. So I'm hoping oh, okay. the food truck will be up, up and running by July 22nd. And what's going into that space there? Do you know? I'm not sure. They're doing housing. They're, they're actually oh, partnering right. yeah. um, with um, one of the local, I think, development um, organizations. Yeah, and I they're know doing they're tearing the building down. Yeah, and commercial So by space. being involved in something like this, does this help you jumpstart your business? If you want to do a food truck, does it help you to try out your idea with the yes. loaded baked potatoes? Yes. And, and um, get, especially twice a month, if you could do that for yes. a while, get a reputation for it, get a clientele, that kind of thing. Yes. And see what people like. Right, right. And what so kind that, of what's, That's what I'm thinking of doing on the food truck mm-hmm. is loaded baked potatoes loaded fries loaded tater tots mm-hmm. fried chicken and probably a couple of other sides so is it accurate to say you're gonna be trying it out a little here see how it goes first yes <laughs> yes that's awesome what's your favorite loaded potato um broccoli bacon cheese i'm like simple <laughs> <laughs> and what about your role with jackie in terms of putting this organization together tell me how you got involved with that and what you're doing well, I uh, knew Jackie for a long time, but like we didn't like, I, I, I realized we used to hang together yeah, when we were years younger. ago. We were younger, yeah. but I used to go to her meetings and her groups that she used to have um, for when down yeah. at um, City Hall. Mm-hmm. So I used to go to that. You mean and, the Small um, Business Academy? It was, so we started WIN, which yes. was the Women's Entrepreneurial Network. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And it's something that we're actually looking to uh, get going again. My hope is through this process, next year we can provide a grant to some small business that's mm-hmm. looking to develop or maybe even give like scholarships, open space um, on our site where some new businesses can develop. We understand that everyone possibly cannot afford the uh, entrance fee the hundred dollars but we do want to be able to create space for people so and and it's you know again women's entrepreneurial network is so trying to get small as is going fair to say with this event a focus on women but not exclusively women not exclusively women Although in this we room, just we do the work, right? <laughs> <laughs> but then you got to have some men around to get credit. Yeah, my husband is a no, part of it. Yeah. No, no, no. My husband is a partner <laughs> in this also <laughs> with us. Yes. Elm City Open Air Market. We're talking about that on Dateline New Haven, WNHHFM New Haven's home for community radio. So, Michelle Groom, tell me what you're up to. Well, I'm going to be promoting my businesses. Like, um, and I'm going to ask you to get real close to the mic, too, uh, so we I'm can I'm going to be promoting my businesses. Um... I do do the um, housekeeping and I do do um, styling. I do personal styling. So, so you do housekeeping and personal styling. Yes. So what would you be doing at the open market? Just promoting. Just uh-huh. promoting. Just promoting and helping others promote their businesses as well. And how long? Have you, what's your business called? Oh, a queen cleaning. 
And uh, a queen cleaning? A queen cleaning. Like, like is it clean and queen? Yes. <laughs> uh, excellent. See, even I got it, so it's a good, it's a good name. And styled by Mary Lou's daughter. Styled by? Mary Lou's daughter. Now, do you have a place in Hampton? Yep. Yep. And did we write about that when you opened there? Huh? Did we write about that when you opened that in the Independent? I thought we did. Maybe did not. No, Maybe not. Okay, so. styled by Mary Lou's daughter. And what kind of styling you do? I do, um, like, you know, dress, I dress people. Excuse me? Oh, dress, you dress people? Yeah, I dress people. Yeah. You help them figure out what to wear. Yeah. So how'd you get good at that? I've been doing this since, oh my God. Forever. She's excellent at it. Too. <laughs> I've been doing this since I can remember. And so I've, you get clients for that? Yes, I do. And what yeah. do they ask you to dress up for? Is it like prom season, big and free now? Or Proms, or they want to go out for the weekend, Birthday or things party. for their kids, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. really nice. How long have you been doing it? I've been doing it for quite some time, like about seven years. And so, what's so? Is this a new aspect of it that you're hoping to promote at the open air, or is it you yeah. still just continue what you've been doing? It's a it's a new aspect of it. Which part's new? I'm um, just having it open for everybody, for like children, and you know, so because sometimes I just would do the adults, but now I do children and whatever, and any gender, anybody. So it's the next step up for your personal styling business. It used to be word of mouth more or something. Yeah, word of mouth more, and just you know, promoting. You know, some people don't like the support. You know, you know how our people do. They don't like the support, but I'm just gonna promote it more. Just mm -hmm. walk around and promote it, and you know, excellent. Do those things, yeah. And uh, and okay, and then the queen cleaning. How long have you had that? Oh, I had I had that for like eleven, eleven years. Eleven years. What yeah. kind of cleaning do you do? I do house cleaning. I do I, everything, reupholstering, rearranging, all types right. of stuff. Reupholsters. You get the tax out. Yeah, I get, I get it all out. <laughs> I, I got my... that part without ripping up all the rugs and everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I, listen, I've learned how to do flooring. I learned all of that. So. How did you learn that? Well, I took a class for it. Because <laughs> I'm getting a vibe here where you kind of you build skills, you build up a business, you mm -hmm. see what works, what doesn't, yes. you go to the next step, but it seems like Elm City Open Market, you're trying to work together to help each other. To help each other, definitely. Get to that next level, get a business that more people find out about it, and you can build it up. That's right. And okay. we want youth, right? We're looking for youth entrepreneurs. My daughter never even thought about being a business owner until we decided to do this and like she's researching she's come up with the name she knows what products she wants to sell how old is she she's 12 years old and what's she gonna do she her name of her business is be joy she's gonna sell bracelets and socks bracelets and, and right and and so a true entrepreneur actually looks at what the needs are and try to fill those needs and that and this is what this really is about right helping entrepreneurs figure out with their niches and start building capacity in their business. Like this is a wonderful space where if somebody goes to buy 500 t-shirts, they'll sell out 500 white t-shirts at a space like this because there's really nowhere you can get t-shirts in New Haven. There's nowhere you can get socks. There's nowhere you can get pantyhose. But at Elm City Open Air Market, you will be able to get these products. Socks, t-shirts, and pantyhose. Yeah. All right. And Janice Park, tell me what, what you're up to. Let's get you real close to that mic. You're almost touching <laughs> it. Well, I'm bringing the health and wellness as always. Your right. Health is your wealth. And um, I'm going to be bringing it to our community, which is so desperately needed at this point. Um, I know I've been in business about nine years, going on my 10th. Health is our wealth? Health is our wealth. And is that like how many, because you have another full-time job, so how do you balance it? Well, because I uh, joined a home-based business over nine years ago. Um, I have a global expansion website, so I'm able to uh, promote um, on social media, hand out cards, and they are able to go to my website and 
I have a shipping. I have customer It's called Health service. is Our Wealth? Yes. And what kind of products do you sell for wellness? I sell um, cleansing. Um, most people, I don't want to say detox. Most people get a little... Uh, scared of detox so it's cleansing your body um, I have a uh, tea no caffeine and coffees no caffeine mm-hmm. to, to be able to um, cleanse your body uh, I have a uh, multi-liquid vitamin liquids are better than uh, capsules I mean why uh, is that do we absorb it better yes I was worried about that yeah. like when they say you get 2,000 percent of your vitamin C but then like 99 percent that goes out of your body or something yeah oh, that's kind of interesting so how where do you produce this stuff Oh, well, like I said, I joined a, um, a home-based business called Total Life Changes, TLC. Mm-hmm. So are you like a franchise? Me. Yes, I'm a franchise business owner, and I go by TLC Janice 5 and 5. Oh, very nice. <laughs> so what are you going to be selling it? That you're going to have like product samples there? Or? Yes, I'm going to be giving out samples to our community so that they can try out. My motto is try it before you buy it. <laughs> they'll love it, so they'll be back. Um, my information will be up there so they can either buy on the spot because I will have products. I do do, I got a truck I deliver. If you're in the vicinity here in Connecticut, I wow. have, a, like I said, shipping and receiving, so they'll get it. Well, you work hard. Yes. <laughs> she does. She really does. And she was one of our first she makes our to parts. sign up. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. So Elm City Open Market. So Jackie, tell me some things you learned over the years in working and helping people start their businesses. You, you, you really reached a lot of people that used to be in city government when you worked there, when they had an idea like this. And they started a business, they started a truck, they started a booth, they started a brick and mortar. What did you learn from stuff that went right and stuff that went wrong about so, how to do the job better? Right. So I think w- what went right and through the process of working at City Hall was support, right? We were there. My department was created to really support minority-owned businesses. And when we were doing that, I think we saw that there were a lot of women-owned business developing and thriving. Um and the barrier, I think, for most, one is brick and mortar, that's space, um, and funding, um, access to funding. I know when Val um, called me several months ago, we were trying to figure out were there any grants, were there any banks, like where can um, businesses that might get into just a little glitch or hiccup or something, you know, can go get a few thousand dollars. And there is, um, I, I'm not sure where they can go at this point because we've mm-hmm. kind of researched some of those spaces right. and we couldn't get any help. So um, over the years, I've gotten a lot of calls. Um, generally, I direct them to City Hall, um, to uh, Kathy Graves' department, um, and some do get assistance. Some may not meet the requirements, um, but we wanted to make life a little easier for, for business owners. Um, one, having a space for them. Um, two, providing support. And three, hopefully being able to help them with funding over the So time. you're starting out with the space mm-hmm. by having these markets. And you say steps two and three mm-hmm. are support. And you said help them find funding. Yes. I guess what I was wondering, if you think of like um, when you're in City Hall, you had a lot of success stories yes. of people who actually, then you saw the trucks around town after mm-hmm. you got them. Mm-hmm. Can you think of a success story and then somebody that you saw ran into a problem that you couldn't fix then that you hope you could fix now? Like it sounds like... Gap funding is important, bridge funding. Yeah, um, I had a gentleman who, uh, actually two gentlemen I work with. One, um, we started a cleaning business and we were able, I gave him a $10,000 grant to, um, he got a van, he got, um, he purchased his uh, tools that he needed to do the job. And then when COVID hit, right, business was closed. So he wasn't able to kind of sustain his business. And then when the world opened back up, 
there was no funding. He wasn't able to access funding. Um, so he actually went into truck truck driving. Mm. Um, so, but like one of the success stories I think for us is Ricky D's, right? He was, he came through the program, he met the requirements, he uh, followed the guidelines and he's successful. And, and he started a truck with the ribs. He started the and truck the sauce, with the ribs. He and then he the opened brick and mortar yeah. at Science Park. Yeah. And he also, is yeah. he still marketing his sauces, CBD he, sauces? He and stuff? is, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think because of the food truck festival, a lot of food trucks begin to come online in the city of New Haven, right? Um, at the first food truck festival, I think we had about 45 trucks, but that was trucks statewide. That wasn't just local New Haven trucks. Um, and as time went about, you be we began to see more and more truck food truck business. And I noticed like restaurants that did exist were also adding Absolutely. trucks. Absolutely, like Lalabella. Yep, Lalabella's uh, Mamoons came out. They had a truck. Um, and we're gonna go back to some of those same businesses. Um, you know, Anderson Windows is a business who's coming out to market. Um, there's a pizza a pizza place that asked if they can come set up. So we do have some businesses that are currently in a brick and mortar that are actually looking to come out to the Elm City Open Market. Area. Well, I've loved hearing what you're up to. I can't wait till you start Thank this. This you. sounds fantastic. Great <laughs> energy, great ideas. Thank Let's you. make the pitch one more time before we let you go. Elm City Open Air Market starts July 22nd, Sports Haven parking lot, twice a month. What do you want people to do now before it starts? They can reach me at uh, my cell phone, 203-676-9478, or they can send me an email at gemjmj4 at gmail.com. And is there a website? We don't have a website developed yet. Um, we will eventually do that, but we want this to be very um, community-based, organic. We develop it. Um, even our flyer is just, you know, it's, it's not, it, it is, and it's, yeah. it's, we want it to feel like it's more community based, not this whole, you know, thing where we're marketing and spending all of our money on, on those things, but actually spending it on the process of engaging people, um, one-on-one. -on -one. Jackie James Boyd, Val Brown, Michelle Groom, and Janice Parker. It was been a real treat to hear what you're up to. Keep us in touch. Oh, I know you're going to be a great success. Thank you. Thank so you. Bring it Thank on. you, Paul. And thanks, Nora Grace Flood. Filling in for Harry Dross at the controls. We're going to take it out with the Afro-Semitic experience performing I Wish I Knew How It Feel to Be Free from the group CD, A Plea for Peace. This is Paul Bass inviting you to fly free with us all day and all night long at WNHH, New Haven's home for community radio.